Welcome to our podcast, Doing It Right. This podcast reveals authentic stories from successful leaders doing it right. It's about their journey to become a leader, their choices, motivations, and lessons. In essence, how they built successful personal brands. Your host is Valerie Sokolowski, author of eight leadership books and nationally known as an authority on executive presence and personal branding. Let's get started. Here's Valerie. Well, welcome to the show again. And for those of you who are new, I might just give you a little bit of information about who I am and what this is about. So I'm Valerie Sokolowski, obviously, and for 25 years, I have so enjoyed presenting programs around the country on make your mark and make it count. And that has everything to do with your presence, how you show up, and your brand, who you are. So my joy is to help leaders do it right. Simple as that. Now, before we start, if you haven't subscribed yet, I don't want you to miss any of our inspiring guests as we have today. So right now, please hit that red button and I will so appreciate it. Let me tell you about Carol Albert, our guest today. I just found out that she has just been nominated, given the title of Best Artist 2020 for Smooth Jazz Network. Listen now to this fabulous talent and chill. I could just sit here with my cup of coffee I have this morning and listen to that all day. Carol, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. And I am at the beach today. Uh, quite of an unexpected turn of events, but thank you for having me, Valerie. Well, I wish I were at the beach with you, don't we all? It's just beautiful. And we have a beautiful segment. I have so many wonderful things to find out about you and the talent that obviously you've been now recognized for in 2020. So let's get started. Carol, obviously, what a talent as not only playing that beautiful piano, but singing and composing. So I'm curious about how you started playing the piano as a little child. I started playing the piano um, really through my uh, encouragement of my grandmother. 
she had um, had her right arm amputated due to cancer, and she loved to play the piano. And I grew up actually in a musical family, and uh, so she wanted to teach me to play the right hand parts while she played her left hand parts. And so I learned that way of playing the piano. I just learned by ear and then later started taking lessons and just was always encouraged and influenced by her and her um, beautiful um, musicality. You know, that says a lot about grandmothers. I'm one myself, grateful to say. And I was raised by a grandmother, so I have a lot of deep uh, feelings about the influence that a grandmother has. I can just imagine, though, the joy after your grandmother having such a devastating disease, cancer, and having an amputated hand and yet sitting there with you as a little child and you playing the right hand. So fast forward, you and your grandmother enjoying that, and then you went on to get a degree in classical piano. Um, that first break, that first break that you got as an entertainer, what was it? Um, the first, well, it... it my first break wasn't maybe what some people consider a break. My first really big break was when I graduated from college in classical music. And then I decided that I just didn't want to do that anymore. I wanted to play popular music. And um, so I had an agent that teamed me up with um, a girl that he called this, uh, called us a duo, Champagne Gold. And we started playing clubs. And um, that just took me into the realm of popular music. And I went on to play with other groups, uh, other uh, venues, traveled to Europe, um, played on cruise ships, um, got a, a record deal in 1990, uh, 90, no, ah, sorry, 91, and um, just kept writing music and uh, growing as an artist, growing as a person, and uh, have done up to now eight albums. Albums, my goodness. Well, I wrote eight books. How about that? Eight for eight. I don't well, know. <laughs> Carol, I don't know about you, but that, that's not easy. Is it easy for you to compose music? It, it's easy for me to compose it. It's not easy to to do what you have to do to actually get people to hear it. I mean, we all think, okay, I have this music in me and everyone's just going to want to hear it. They're going to want to love it. And you have to get it out there. You have to get it to audiences, um, getting it on radio, getting it to the uh, medians that would really enjoy your music is the hard part. How fabulous that we can hear you on Sirius XM. How did that happen? Well, I've been working with a promoter, Jason Gorov of Gorov Music Promotion, and um, their job is to, you know, reach the medians that I'm talking about, the radio, um, 
the just the venues, the avenues that uh, like Sirius XM, um, iHeartRadio, uh, all of the different uh, listeners that would like my music. And uh, they've been very successful getting my music placed in those um, in those venues. Here, uh, Carol, the one now that you just wrote, tell us about the song that um, is being played right now and how you wrote that particular song. The title of my new album, Stronger Now, uh, the title track uh, is Stronger Now, and that's being played right now. Um, that can't give you anything specific of how I wrote that. It just came to me. Uh, but it, to me, it encompassed a place that I am in my life. Um, I feel like I've really been through so many different phases of my life. And I lost my husband in 2014 and um, decided to, to write music and compose and record again after a few years off. And so I wrote um, a Christmas album in 2015. Then I wrote Flyaway Butterfly album in 2017. And then this one I just finished and released in 2020. And it really, I wanted to convey a place in my life that people can relate to who've gone through tragedies, gone through pain. They feel like they've been able to grow. It doesn't take any of that away, but that they feel stronger and more able to kind of continue the next phase of their life. And that's why I wrote this album. I wanted to, um, to convey that in all of the pieces that I wrote. And Carol, you did. It's, it's a beautiful song. And that relates to something that's one of your lessons learned, teachable points of view. When you said to me, you know, when your work is personal, you can be strong. These are such times, as we all know, with social distancing and COVID still nipping at our toes, where a lot of people are just trying to reach really deeply down and pull up all the strength we can possibly have. And so that just really resonated with me. And the other thing that I appreciated when you talked about um, transition, you know, Carol, we're all oftentimes transitioning. You mentioned fly away butterfly. That's a great visual for those of us who are always evolving. And I always say, Carol, that our brand is always evolving. It's evolutionary. It's not revolutionary. And there's very few people today that I talk with anyway that aren't revisiting in this time of reflection. What am I really about? In other words, stopping and quit being such a doing, doing, doing and think more about a being, being, being. So I'd love to hear you uh, give your thoughts on revisiting something that maybe was a closed chapter in your life. 
Well, I had um, recorded albums, as I said, um, in the 90s and then some in, in the 2000s. Um, but I had sort of put it on the back burner. I thought, well, you know, uh, it's time to do other things and, you know, continue to perform and play different venues. Um, but uh, after my husband passed away, I said, well, you know, I really need to revisit um, kind of redefine who I am. And so that's when I went back to recording and writing music. Um, I never really stopped doing music, but that part of my life of composing. So I started writing, 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 and um, redefining who I was. And there wasn't any particular I'm going to be a smooth jazz artist or I'm going to be this or that. It was just like, this was what was coming out of me. And my music is uh, kind of landed in the smooth jazz um, genre. I mean, it always has been, but um, it uh, really gave me, it gave me the time to be Carol and to really, visit all the things that have been stored for a while that Carol, came out in the past three albums. That's really beautiful. I hope everyone really honed into what you said. Take time to just be Carol. Isn't that fabulous if we just stop and take time to be us? And who is the us? What's our fly away butterfly? So really in essence, you're just saying that sometimes giving up is not an option. We just have to go for it. I have a fun question for you. If I were to come over tonight, you're at the beach. Oh, I so wish I were there. Carol, if I came over tonight, what would you serve for dinner? You know, what I would serve for dinner tonight, um, this was a very last minute unexpected trip. Uh, on the fly. And so I have actually nothing here. I would probably go to a market and do curbside service and get fried shrimp because we're at the beach. Yeah. Well, American Airlines, here I come. <laughs> Carol, you uh, sitting at that piano, I'm just visualizing if you could pick up the phone and call anyone you wanted as a singer to come and sit on top of that piano as you played their song and they sang, who would you invite? I would invite Elton John to come over. Of course, it would be a toss-up between Elton John and Stevie Wonder, but they're both my heroes. So Elton John is, is one of my favorites and kind of uh, someone who I studied and studied his music and studied his styles, listened to him endlessly. So it would be Elton. Well, I think that sounds really good. I think you should just pick up the phone and call. You know, that's another thing, Carol, by the way. You came on the show and you're a famous person. You didn't have to do that. What I have found is that sometimes the people that we think are too big to pick up the phone and call and make an appointment or get to know or ask a question are the very ones, and you are one, who is more than willing 
to do so. So I'm going to encourage you to pick up the phone and call Elton John. Uh, you have a dog, and what is your dog's name? I actually have two dogs. I have one dog, Zeno, who's a golden doodle, and then his little sister is Marigold. They're a year apart, and they just looked up at me because I had to bring the dogs with me too. And um, they're sitting here looking over in the balcony at all the cars coming and going. Hopefully it's not too too much noise there, but uh, Zeno and Marigold. Great. Any story around naming them? They both just came to me. Um, I'd like to say it was more ethereal, but um, they just kind of popped in my mind as cool names. There are so many dog lovers, and I'm one of them. It's always a fascinating question. Well, how did you uh, name your dog? I love it when you keep saying it just came to me. Obviously, you've got a real gift in things just sort of coming to you at the right time, at the right place, particularly with your music. Carol, you have children. I know they're grown. But when you were traveling in Europe and uh, entertaining and you had them with you, what was the funniest or silliest thing that you've ever done with them? The funniest or silliest thing? Um, we went to, when I was in Sweden, we decided to take the ferry over to Denmark, and we went to Tivoli. Uh, there was this place in Denmark called Tivoli, and we stayed all day in Tivoli, rode all of the rides, everything in Tivoli, and um, that is still one of their favorite memories of going to Tivoli for the day and um, sitting there having dinner in the evening. And um, in Europe, it's quite different. Uh, my son at the time was still really young, but he wanted to try. Everyone was drinking beer and wine, all the kids. So I let him taste of the wine. And of course, he didn't, wasn't contributing to a minor. But that was kind of a silly thing. He still remembers that. But um, it, it's quite a different lifestyle there. Well, hopefully one day we can get on a plane and get to Tivoli or wherever else we go. You... Uh, you are a woman who is always evolving, as we've just said. One of the last things I want to ask you, Carol, is talking about how you get inspired now in your music being recognized for it. What kinds of things do you do, as you have well said before the show to me? You know, we're not the only ones on this planet. We've got to find ways to inspire ourselves. And so how do you do that? My inspiration really comes when I can just be quiet, go to that space of, it's like you said, um, things come to me. A lot of music really does come to me. Uh, I don't profess to be like any uh, channeler or anything like that, but it does just come to me and I don't know how but um, like being here at the beach that's a huge inspiration for me and I love to just walk and be quiet and then I hear music and um, I try to get to a tape recorder as fast as possible 
course, have the iPhone and write, you know, record my ideas. Well, that's always a wonderful thing to do. Just again, take time to to listen to what's being said in our in our hearts and in our heads. Carol, I am so glad you came to be with us today. And again, we can listen to your beautiful album Stronger Now on Sirius XM and on the screen you can see where we can reach you. Thank you so much. Listen, enjoy that time at the beach with your dogs, take walks, keep getting inspired so that you can inspire us. Thanks, Carol. Thank you. And for the rest of you, again, just like the guest today, Carol, such a great talent and one that we can enjoy by listening to her music. You can be inspired every podcast. We have great guests who tell their journey. And so hit that red button right now, will you? I am so intent to get at least a thousand, you're right, a thousand subscriptions, let's say mid-time 2020. Will you help me do that? It's so easy. All you have to do is hit the red button. So until next time, stay authentic, enjoy life. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. To receive Valerie's voice, free monthly leadership tips, and to learn more about her leadership programs and coaching, visit her website, ValerieAndCompany.com. Next week, we'll be here again to inspire, engage, and equip you with teachable points of view from successful leaders who have been doing it right. Until then, lead authentically.